So what I'm going to do is for all people who have requested both ballots, I'm going to send out the tri-county ballot first because that is the first election, mm -hmm. 1024. Um, so I'll wait a couple of days and then I will mail out the town election ballot. Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass FM radio dial 102.9, here today in the town clerk's office with our town clerk, Nancy Danello. Nancy, happy Tuesday. Good morning, Steve. Happy Tuesday to you as well. It's a beautiful day. It's Finally, beautiful no day. rain. <laughs> It's October, and we've got a couple elections coming. We sure do. We're gearing up. Gearing up. As you can see, I have all my election equipment here getting ready. All the batteries have been put in it into all um, nine tabulators, new batteries that we ordered. And uh, we're going to start, hopefully, we'll be getting the ballots for the October election in soon, as well as the biennial town election and we're going to start testing those ballots and of course once those come in and I do and when I do finally have a date I will be posting that and I'll certainly let you know when that date will be. I do have a tentative date um, which is October 11th but again I do not have the ballots yet. Um, I'm hoping they come in some point this mm -hmm. week and as soon as they do we're going to hit the ground running with those. Right. So the October election, that's Tri-County, and that's an interesting piece because it's not, while Franklin participates in it as one of the 11 communities, it's not totally our election. So the Tri-County School Committee really is on the hook for doing the information sharing and all that kind of details as to what's going to happen in the first piece. It's also relatively unique that there's really two questions at two different times for the tri-county piece, right? That's the correct. first one is simply yes or no should we build a school? Correct. And then and of the 11 communities, they're going to have to decide, and certainly Franklin is part of that, how to absorb the funding for the school. And that's on the November ballot. And that'll be on our November ballot. Correct. So we'll take October 24th first, and then we'll get to November Perfect. because that'll be Perfect. another piece. Okay. So October 24th, tri-county election a one question that's on the ballot, okay? Right. It's just one question, simple yes or no. Um, Tri-County, as I was told, is having informative meetings. I know they were at the Harvest Fest this weekend, this past weekend. They are supposed to be doing a mailing to all residents within the town of Franklin. Mm -hmm. um, I did question them at our last meeting and they reassured me that they will be doing this mailing. I know there is also or at this point, by the time this is recorded and um, out, um, they're also hosting a meeting up at the Franklin Public Library tonight, which is October 3rd, right. um, to inform voters of what this ballot question, what this means for the town of Franklin. So you're correct. We are one of 11 communities that will be voting on October 24th. The um, election will be held for Franklin, will be held at the school. high school, the Franklin High School. Mm -hmm. Same place that we hold all of our other elections. The only thing that is different is the time. We'll be hosting this election from 12 
to 8 p.m. Right. Um, I'll have plenty of parking. I will have two officers to make sure I have plenty of parking. Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as I said, as soon as the ballots do come in, we're going to open up to in-person early voting. So I will let you know as soon as I the ballots arrive, hopefully, fingers crossed, this week. Um, and I'll publish on uh, my website, on the um, window with you and um, the observer as well. And I will notify the Milford Daily News that we have started with early voting. Um, I have signs around town um, regarding the tri-county election, the date and the time. Um, as soon as that election is over, I will post for the town election. I'm working on one election at once. And actually, I shouldn't even say that because I am working you on have two to work elections. On both. As you see, I have both envelopes already prepared for the absentee um, voters. What I am going to do, Steve, is um, because we are holding two elections at one time, I understand it is confusing, and mm. people will be receiving two ballots. I'm holding off on sending the town election. The ballots are going to come in at the same time. They were ordered the same time. Right. So I suspect they're going to be in delivered at the same time. So what I'm going to do is for all people who have requested both ballots, I'm going to send out the tri-county ballot first because that is the first election, mm -hmm. 1024. Um, so I'll wait a couple of days and then I will mail out the town election ballot. That way, you'll have plenty of time to receive your tri-county ballot, get that into me, and then you'll receive your um, town election ballot. The envelopes are clearly marked, just in case someone doesn't go to their mailbox every day and they wait mm -hmm. um, and get both ballots at the same time. The envelopes are clearly marked. The tri-county envelope has a huge green tri-county stamp on both envelopes. The re both return envelopes, right. okay? And they have to be together in order to get processed, et cetera. Correct. Yeah. Please put the tri-county ballot into the tri-county envelope. The town election envelope, the same. We marked that with a big red stamp. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, they're clearly marked on the ballot, tri-county, and you'll see there's just one ballot question on the tri-county election, and then you have your typical town election with all of the um, boards and the candidates. That, correct, yeah, correct. Yeah. So we'll get into the town election yes. in a second, but a couple other points at least. This is relatively unique to the extent that we're not using precincts for the October 24 tri-county election because it's really an aggregate vote across 11 communities, which I think we calculated was like 134,000 voters Correct. across the 11 communities. So when, when we go into the high school, it's just going to be alphabetic and then you'll assign as to whatever, how many ballot stations you have to cast the ballot. Absolutely. So it is not precinct specific. So voter comes in, you do not have to walk on all the way to the other side of the gym. I'm going to have four specific tabulators. You can go to any four people that you choose to. It does mm -hmm. not matter. Right. Take your ballot, go cast your vote. It's a yes or a no vote. That's it. Again, not precinct specific. So when the bat, when the votes come in, it will be a pass or a fail. It's not going to let you know if it passed in precinct one and did not pass in precinct four. Correct. You okay? just get the aggregate. It's it will be a total of 
you know, however many Franklin voters, call it 5,000, it could be 3,000 for, 2,000 against, whatever the numbers are. And as you know, it's 51%. So of the majority... The of all the voters that day, because everybody's voting at the same important, time. Very important, very important, you're correct. So it's 51% of the total communities, of the total voters. So by 8.05, potentially, <laughs> we should have our total and we'll submit those to Tri-County just as every other town clerk is doing. A lot of these town clerks are actually doing it in their office. Right. Um, but because we do have, again, the town election so close to this election, it's just better that we host both well, elections. Well, respectfully, our voting population is a little bit larger than some of the 11 communities, so it makes more sense to do it at the high school as opposed to in an office. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I actually pulled uh, from 1995 the totals that um, from the last tri-county election. Okay. And um, we had 555 voters. Please, please. Um, well, in 1990, come and vote. I, we had what 10,000 of exactly. Uh, uh, we did have 10,000 less voters. So yeah. I'm hoping that yeah. we'll get a lot more voters for this election. Yeah, um, that's going to be one of the interesting numbers from my own tracking perspective, because I know we've talked in other sessions where, as a general rule, the local election is like 20% turnout for a ballot money election, debt exclusion, high school build, whatever. It's generally 40%. The state election is 60%. The presidential election is 80%. And if you follow the money in terms of the advertising dollars, it kind of makes sense that way. Tri-County, to the extent that the last one was in the mid-90s, that predates me. Exactly. It's totally me different. <laughs> totally different set of circumstances, larger population, larger enrolled. And it's just the one question in the special election. The special elections generally are kind of off the charts in terms of the averages. Correct. So correct. it's going to be really interesting to see what that is. It'll be so interesting. And now so many things have changed too. You have so many more opportunities to vote. I mean, that 10 well. years ago, you know, you had your absentee voters that were strictly absentee voters. You correct. needed an excuse to vote absentee, right. you know, um, and then you had day of voting. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, you can come in here as soon as I get the ballots. You can come in here, yeah. cast your vote. You know, weeks before the election, we'll do the vote by mail. So we'll right. mail you a ballot. And then, of course, the day of. Right. Um, so it's a, a lot has changed um, from 10 years ago and um, a lot easier for people to vote. So, again, the stressful part, too, is, you know, not knowing how many people are going to come out. So you have to estimate. And you have to prepare in your head and you have to exactly prepare for the 20,000 if we did show up 100% um, and that's always nerve-wracking too because you know what if more people come out and you always do order enough ballots but it's stressful because and you know me I mean I, I don't sleep so <laughs> I'm always thinking okay did I order enough ballots so I did contact, and um, it's funny because us clerks, we have an email going back and forth mm -hmm. um, about this election. And uh, I sent an email to LHS because, as you know, it's just a one-question ballot. It's, it's not town-specific. It's all the same question. So I asked if these ballots were interchangeable, 
and um, they didn't know, so they had to question their whoever prepares the ballots. And sure. um, looking at this ballot now, you see all these black lines. They so all mean something. It's all a barcode. Correct. Machine readable code. And they all mean something. And all of our memory cards and all of our ballots are the same, so they are interchangeable. So say uh, North Attleboro um, orders their ballots and maybe Runs they out. don't order enough. They mm. can call Franklin and say, do you have extra ballots? And we can run these ballots back and forth because they are interchangeable. So that's very helpful um, in this case. Um, you know, with the state elections, state primary, state elections, you don't have to worry about that because the state is sending you all of this. Sure. Um, so they, it's a little they've bit, got the backup as opposed to you exactly, having to create the plan B. Exactly. So a little bit stressful, but we got <clears throat> this. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So just to recap on October 24, everybody in the 11 communities voting at the same time, October 24, noon to 8 p.m. However, we can get do via mail or in person early the date TBD once you announce it. It's the one question, 51% or 50 plus 1 percent correct of the aggregate of whoever turns out that particular day that's right that's okay. right and if people have any questions of course your name please, and info is all over the place so you, they can reach please out and call contact. me if you have any questions regarding the ballot um, receiving a ballot request a ballot you can email me your application give me a call um, email us and I'll mail you an application we'll get that ballot out to you as mm -hmm. soon as possible right Good. And now the local election. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Every two years, the town, amongst other towns, has a local election, which I know we've talked in other conversations. This really should be the most important election because it really affects our individual operations, our budget, what we do. These are the people who are working for you. These are the people that you want in office. This should be the most important election for the residents of Franklin. Right. You want the right people representing you. Yeah, and we can get into a little bit, but this is one of those elections where in my tracking, it's the least competitive. Really, we of the town council, you've got 10 candidates for nine seats. So when the music stops, one person sits. That's right. School committee, there's only seven for seven. And that was and a I struggle. And there, I think there's another, was it the Board of Assessors or Planning Board so, doesn't have one? So it's the Board of Health. Board of Health, doesn't have one. one, yes. So just a little inside information here. I do know of a couple of people that um, may do a sticker campaign okay, or yes. um, do a write-in. So as you know, um, or you may not know, Jeff Harris, who is the incumbent, who is on the um, ballot, was a write-in. Initially. Initially, Wendy, Jeff yeah. won his seat by write-in. Yep. So, it, I mean, it is sad almost that you don't have enough people that are running <clears throat> mm -hmm. for these important um, seats. You know, a lot of people don't have the time these days. Yeah. And, you know, it is. Uh, they're volunteer positions. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of time that they're investing, but it's so important. Right. And thankfully, um, yes, the Board of Health was short one. Thankfully, I do, I do know of two people that um, are interested. So whether they do that or not, 
You know, I won't disclose their names yet because that's up to them yep. and I don't know if um, they're going to follow through with mm -hmm. this. Um, so that's the only board right now that we don't have enough people for. Um, board of Assessors, we have a vote for two and we have two. Um, constables, three, we have three. Planning Board, um, we have the three members. Now one of those members that are running is Jason Mello. Jason is now the associate member right. who again run won his seat, excuse me, um, as a write-in. Right. So now Jason Mello's um, position, because you know it's a vote for three and we only have three. Yep. So um <coughs> that would create an opening and they'll have to be a, a special so vote, they'll be appointed but not, not an election person. correct yeah. correct they'll be appointed up until 2025 when jay's seat comes up um in our next biennial town election right. in 2025 yeah so we'll work on the work on that and develop that as it goes because if i recall correctly there what did happen fairly recently where it effectively is a joint planning board and town council meeting that determines the vote to temporarily correct. replace the candidate correct but yeah. you're right we only have one race and that is town council it's a vote for nine and we have um, ten people nine of the incumbents and um, one um, mm -hmm. new candidate mm -hmm. and as opposed to what we talked about in tri-county we will be using the precincts for the local election 100% I will have all nine precincts set up and um, yes we will be it will be precinct specific at that right. point for the still local. early voting still vote by mail and still day of only the day of schedule on that Tuesday is from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. correct and I do have an in-person early voting I That's did right. extend the hours on Saturday um, October 28th and that will be here at the town hall um, in my office in the right. town clerk's office yep. from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Ooh, that okay. just so happens to also be the last day to register to vote for the um, town election being held on November 7th and the last day to register to vote 1028 in those hours are 9 to 5 so 9 to 4 you early voting vote here in person right. nine to five you can register to vote here okay in person a lot to process a lot to process <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we do the audio because people can pause restart listen again what did she say what did you right. say <laughs> and then clearly in the show notes we'll include the links to your page to the ballot samples so people will at least be able to visualize this is what the question looks like this is what the candidates look like etc and then the wrinkle on the 7th is, and this going back to our kind of counting and anticipating what kind of the vote's going to be in terms of the turnout, the town council has determined to put the funding for the tri-county uh, school on the ballot for the November 7th election. So instead of just that 20% for a local turnout, ballot questions, school questions generally get 40%. So putting that on the november 7th election is that going to increase our voting we'll see all i can do is hope <laughs> <laughs> we definitely it hope would be so. wonderful absolutely absolutely <clears throat> so yes the ballot question is on the ballot um and i do have sample ballots up on my website yep. um again for both elections and i do have them hanging and i'm sure you'll be publishing them as well i've already I shared you. the ballot question because as we discussed offline and i've discussed with some others it's relatively unique clearly the first tri-county vote is yes or no 
the second vote for Franklin specifically, again, respectfully, some of the other 11 communities, a couple of them respectfully can absorb the funding for their charge within their other budget. And that's okay. That's all well and good. Franklin, <laughs> Franklin can't. No. I mean, that's $2.1 million over 30 years as currently calculated, and that's the key piece. Because who knows what the interest rate's going to be, you know, next year or even when they start actually building and how is that going to play out. So the ballot question is relatively, I mean, it doesn't say a specific dollar amount for that reason. Again, it's a strictly yes or no question. Um, There are no numbers on there because, you know, we all wish we had a crystal ball, right? Right. Um, There's just no way of telling. Right. So it's not a blank check to the extent that it doesn't say a number. It is specifically also worded that it can only, only, only be used for the Tri-County School building. Absolutely. It can't be used for anything else. That's right. So kind of the what-if scenario. Okay, so we're putting this on the ballot on November 7th before Tri-County actually decides whether to vote or not. Right? That's right. If by chance they don't, we'll have... will be voting to fund it, but if by chance they don't get that first vote, I'm assuming they will bring it back. So that's what my assumption is as well. Um, So it's on the ballot. It can only be used specifically for Mm Tri-County building. So if it does not, if they do not get the 50 plus the one um, and it fails, they can come back. And if it passes, it's always out there that we will have the funding. So we'll at least be prepared in the eventuality for it ultimately passing. The assumption is, given the conditions of the building, and clearly that's on the school committee to truly tell the story, we're not necessarily in a position to respectfully that. You just do the election processing. You don't tell that story. That's the school committee to do that. And clearly from a news radio perspective, we'll help them tell the story, but they have to come up with those details. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's why I wanted the public to know that they are going to um, do um, public meetings. They are going to host, you know, they were, at, like I said, they were at the, the Harvest, Harvest Fest. Yeah. Um, they're doing a mailing. It'll be in the Milford Daily News. The warrant has been published for this. It's on my website. So um, mm-hmm. every piece of information that I have received from Tri-County, I have posted on the website. Um, I have links to their website, and there are two members um, on their school committee that I'm sure would answer questions if um, need be. So if you have any questions, um, contact myself, and I can put you in touch with someone at Mm Tri-County. Yep. And then on the other side of the rest of the Franklin election, uh, Frank Falvey and I have been coordinating. We've had three nights so far, or schedules of interviewing various candidates. It's been a good turnout so far. I think we're going to probably end up with, say, 15 of the 17 between school committee and town council. Oh, great. To do video first in studio. We'll take the video, create an audio, so it'll go out on Frank's podcast and Franklin Matters podcast, and then from the audio do a transcription. So people will be able to watch, listen, or read the same interview depending upon what their needs are. Um, we do have at least a couple of planning board members and there's still another date scheduled. So hopefully we'll be, we'll be updating that schedule of candidate and then the results, the interviews as they come out, they're already on the TV schedule this week. Then they'll be on YouTube, so they'll be up for replay. All of that we'll share through 
uh, Franklin Matters and Franklin News. So that's people wonderful. will get informed as to what's happening. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm told that you're also doing a candidate's night. Is that correct? We've chosen not to. Oh, okay. Um, because of the lack of the contested True. election, really, respectfully. And to the extent that we're getting such a turnout with the individual candidates having their time one-on-one -on -one with Frank and I in the studio. I think that's much more informative and much more effective rather than having kind of whatever the staged event is. Not everybody gets the time. You know, even if they get five or ten minutes across the night, they're getting up to 30 minutes with Frank and I at that's this point. That's wonderful. So, that's wonderful. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We'll see how it works. We may indeed, you know, certainly in a future election, we'd hope to have more contests and thereby we would potentially do that to make sense of what it is, what, who do I want to choose, et cetera. Right. And to ensure that the public gets engagement questions as well. Clearly, they're going to have, I'm sure the candidates were out at the Harvest Festival so they can have that one-on-one -on -one interaction. There'll be other farmer's market events. Certainly, people will be out and about. Um, I'm sure Tri-County should be out at the farmer's market before the event. We'll I see what so. happens. Perfect. Thank you. No, it's our goal to create the info so that people can create and cast the valid ballot. Agree. The 24th and, and the 7th. Both are important. Absolutely. So I think that covers the two elections. I think so. <laughs> and you do other things. You've got other things oh, going goodness. on in the meantime. Goodness, uh, the <laughs> annual report. I am still... Um, Proofing all of that, and uh, you know that has to be ready for the biennial election. I will have copies, copies of the annual report. So it is. It's always a very busy office, but can I say I love it? <laughs> well, thank you for taking time today to share this info. Thank Hopefully, you. the people will appreciate it. I certainly do. I've learned a couple of things, so I'll be able to help share the story to the folks so that they'll be able to cast a good ballot for Tri-County and then for the town. As always, Steve, thank you so, so much. You're so helpful. And I thank you for myself, for my office, and for the residents of Franklin. Well, thank you. And, and we close with the reminder that we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tin Type Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.